What's up, what's up, what's up? It's Vegas, a.k.a. Mr. 702, live from the building, and we are about to go under the armor. Live Sunday. It is June 27th, and I have the most honest, the most <laughs> incredible, the most one of the most wisest men I have ever come across, who just so happened to be my grandpa. My grandpa Pierre has came down and has spent an incredible amount of time with me this week. We have talked until our faces were blue. We have enjoyed some of the best cuisine, barbecue, tacos, etc., etc. So this podcast is from one young man to one maybe not so young man. <laughs> okay, so Grandpa, first question. What was an important lesson you learned in your 30s and 40s, or 20s, 30s, and 40s as a young man that you would want to share with maybe other men or other listeners on the podcast? Um, it's, it's, a, it's strange how you don't have to go to technology for this one. <laughs> uh, and technology is very, very useful. It's a tool that we use to accomplish many tasks. The, key, the keys I've learned it's human interaction. Okay. Um, your eyes have to see more than they see. Your ears have to hear more than they hear. And your sense of something, some, a sense or um, intuition. Okay. We always ascribe those characteristics to very awesome animals like lions mm-hmm. that hunt, eagles that hunt. A bear that hunts, anything that hunts in in, in the sea, whales, sharks, the right, sensibilities right. to hunt down prey and know what to do, when to do, how to do, and not threaten their own selves. For humans, it's not about being you know, being destroyed. In our time it's about being left behind. Mm. You can get left behind in a single twelve month year. You can start out at the beginning of a year and you up to speed. And if you're not constantly engaging your capabilities, challenging yourself, not backing off of stuff that's new come on the scene, and at least becoming, um, how can I say, where is not the word I want to use, have nominal skill at something, mm-hmm. entry-level skill. Gotcha. You may not be an expert, but you need, at least need to know... The basics. The basics. Mm-hmm. Very good. And so... When you don't do that, you're kind of frozen waiting on people. Right, right. Um, I've, I've dropped off, and, and I'm not going to make any excuses at age 75 for 75, because they're 75 years old who's still involved, still doing the stuff. Sometimes when you're engaged in people activity, you don't always use the tools that go with that context. Mm-hmm. And so you leave it somebody to somebody else to do it for you. Um, that's okay. I'm not knocking that. But in some levels, you got to do more than be able to just turn, plug it in and turn it on. <laughs> but would you say that are... So I have two theories. I have a theory that we, because of our use of technology, changes 
now come more quicker mm -hmm. than ever. Mm -hmm. Now, if you look at maybe your time during the industrial age, mm -hmm. during the manufacturer age, during right. this age, there might have been a new technique, but that new technique was a new technique for three years, five years, 10 years. You know, five years later, Chrysler was still building the car the quote-unquote new way. However, because, number one, our technology allows for mass expansion and mass communication on a very simplistic level. Like with Facebook, if you, if you figure out something, all you got to do is post it. And now millions and millions and millions of people have access to it. So I think it definitely does make trying to understand technology more difficult because instead of it being a lazy river it's more a rushing current however yes. what you were saying about human interaction i tend to believe that technology has decreased our human interaction especially our face-to-face -face human interaction because now instead of checking on somebody instead of going to see somebody instead of even you know making a trip to see somebody let me call them let me video chat with them and oftentimes we don't do that we just simply look on their social media which is a <laughs> not even their true reflection which is a makeup or a face paint of some sort and we think that they're okay because they're just posting they're okay or they're not even posting what is really even going on with them i agree with what you said uh, so it takes effort. It takes effort. You know, human relationships require effort. Parents, the parents, a lot of parents now, you can say all parents, a lot of parents have computers to give to their kids to mm -hmm. stay busy and stay out of their hair, so to speak, uh, while they're busy doing something they consider important for the family. Right. There's some legitimacy to that. It's not fully legit. It's partially legitimate. Uh, and a child, the, the curiosity of children today has a different uh, um, adventure path. Mm. See, an adventure path in the 50s, you were going out to your neighborhood. Okay. You crossed the street, a main street that divided two different areas in your city, and you wandered over in there, and, and parents were ambiguous, you know, even to the point of fear that you could get harmed because they didn't know nobody on the other side. Right, right. And, you know, forget about on the other side of town first. You ventured, you ventured two blocks away. That's a big deal. And then, of course, it increased the two areas of the city, cross town, and then out of town. Right. And downstate, upstate, cross state, out of the state. Mm. So I'm incrementally going how we, you know, have become increasingly adventurous. You can go places... You can, you can go to the other part of the world on a computer and never have to leave your bedroom or some people may sit in the bathroom. A child may use the bathroom as his getaway place and the parent is looking all over the house and the child's figured out that folks don't have to go to the bathroom <laughs> so often. So they could be sitting in the bathroom. No, no water, just sitting in the bathroom doing it, because, doing what they do on the computer just to oh, go down in the basement mm. if your house has an attic. Right. So they venture away from human interaction that limits them from the amount of time and adventure they can have with the technology their parents has given them to stay out of the parents' hair. Well, then it turns in the favor of the child. Right. You know, and first it's the favor of the parent because they don't have to be answering every single question, 
can you go here? Can you go there? No, no, no. We'll go there tomorrow. We'll go there the next week. We're planning to go this, you know, in two weeks. Blah, blah. Well, children are, when children believe in instant gratification, now gratification. Just children? Just, well, I'm going there. I'm headed there. I'm headed there. Because it's a learned trait. Mm-hmm. You watch adults, you know, and a child wants, you know, children, if your parent is patient, if the parent is patient, the child is more apt to copy the human characteristics and behavior. You copy what you hear, what you see, and what you feel. Mm. That's what you copy. Your intellect is obviously involved, and you make choices about how much of that you copy. In other words, you discern, you can create mixture mm. of what you copy. Uh, you don't have to go as far as your parent. Sometimes you're highly influenced by an older brother, older sister. Sometimes you're influenced by grandma. Now, grandma has rights that uh, <laughs> even parents don't have, depending <laughs> on who the grandma is. Correct. Is it grandma, of, of, is, it, is, is it my dad's mom or is it my mom's mom? Gotcha. And what is the leverage she has or grandpa has in that house where I live? Gives me leeway if he's given, if the parent, if the grandparent has sovereign rights. If she's a matriarch. The matriarch. The the top shot. Yeah. The deal is, is that if grandma says so, now now your parent has to argue with their own parent, which is not going to be a successful journey. And therefore, they must submit. Yeah. And so child leverages. Mm -hmm. I had a grandma and an aunt. I had grandma and aunts. I had um, four or five aunts. Gotcha. That both my parents and they, uh, four of the let's see, three were sisters of my dad, and two, uh, and Lula was my my grandmother's sister. My grandmother's was the grand my grandmother my mom's mom. Okay. So Lula had upper level le- leverage. Gotcha. And then Aunt, Mer- Aunt Mary had different leverage. Aunt Mert had leverage. Uh, that's my mom's side. Aunt Janetta, Aunt Ruby, Aunt Clara, uh, they had leverage. And all those leverages you use, you go, and it was really good because for me, I figured out some places you can go, you're going to eat. Some places you go, you might eat, but you're going to get a good conversation. Gotcha. And me being inquisitive and liking to, you know, talk and listen, you know, it depends because my Uncle John and Ruby's husband and my Uncle Owen and Claire's husband were also my barbers. Okay. So the family had a lot of stuff in-house, didn't have to go out-house, and the cost of a haircut could be less than it was for the general public because I had already two barbers. Gotcha. So family ties creates a dynamic by which you grow uh, emotionally, mentally, uh, human connections, uh, your skills in the classroom. You get measured against your cousins whether you want to or not. You always don't get measured against your older brothers and sisters. Gotcha. And the most genius person in our conclave of all the sisters and whatever, everybody agreed that my oldest brother Charles was a genius. Now, in terms of human capabilities and like girlfriends and stuff and whatever down that line, it was a joke. <laughs> his his faux pas <laughs> was, but 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 the dance was. He was he was a sensible person. He really was. And when he advised us, he really was on. Uh, you know, uh, we all laughed about the other stuff, but we took him seriously. Gotcha. We took him seriously. Uh, Sam, my next brother, was different. 
It was a different flow with him. Betty Jean, my, my older sister. Larry was beating it. New York City, Harlem, whatever that the area used to be beating it back in the right, 50s, right, right. 60s. Oh, Larry. He was that guy? Oh, he was hip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but about, about five foot, five, five, six. Which is smooth as ice. Yeah, soaking wet, you uh-huh. know, wasn't even 400 pounds. But he could do the dance. He knew the dances. Uh-huh. He knew the language. Gotcha. Uh, we were family, though we were we were mixed family. Meaning this, we we knew we had some some Caucasian mm-hmm. in our family tree, uh, and it showed showed in features. Uh, it showed an ability to interact with people of other you know other ethnic groups without any whatever. My dad's mom was an Indian. That that created another dynamic. So all of these dynamics uh, creates exits passages into other realms of that human activity, knowledge, technology, mechanization, uh, uh, ideologies, mm-hmm. culture, 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 culture. Three times. Why? Because culture drives this planet more than money. Okay. More than power. People go to war over culture. Truly, they do. We've had several world wars that killed a lot of people and destroyed a lot of equipment and messed up a lot of land over cultural beliefs. And we'll say they and they they have they have the leverage of religious beliefs. Mm. Yeah. So, as we've just experienced, some of people would say a revolution of African Americans. We've we've encountered some injustices that. Me personally, I feel it's nothing new under the sun. Rodney King, George Floyd, same sheet of music. However, the technology is different. So now where you used to hear about the police brutality, the racism, different things like this, now you see it firsthand. However, what do you, how do you feel about the African-American culture in its current time compared to maybe because you you experienced the Black Panther phenomenon mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and different things like that mm-hmm. how would you how, how do you feel about that the culture of where it is now um, compared to some things you've seen and experienced in your lifetime Let, let's 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 back up a little bit and, and just just lay something out mm-hmm. the underdog in New York City in its inception of a city and becoming a world city the, the bottom of the, the bottom of the barrel was uh, Irish Mm, true. Took a lot of abuse, and they they were originally from Ireland, but they were not considered acceptable on the upper levels. Right, they weren't they weren't noble Irishmen. Yes, they were peasants. Bingo, and nobody ever seen an Irishman as anything else. Sadly right. to say, later on it became those from the islands, the Puerto Ricans, right, Dominicans, Dominicans, El Salvadorians. Yeah, so it wasn't strictly. Africans, Africans because they had come across the ocean, mm-hmm. but repatriated a little bit, add some salt and pepper, maybe some paprika, and so they had their own ebb and flow. It was a mixture of, of, of multiple things. Some Hispanic activity was mixed into that. Some stuff that came up from South America was mixed in. So they became the next bottom layer. Mm-hmm. The, the thing is, they were more clearly defined and distinctive because of skin color. Got you. The sad commentary about that is the people who, some of the people who oppressed them were envious 
of that skin color because mm. they try to suntan mm. to get that dark and that good good looking that smooth 12 out of a year 12 months out of a year you, you can tan but it fades right you can go to tanning booths but it fades it's temporary it's temporary the person you hate is like that all the time just wake up like that and then the person has a nerve to be as intelligent as you are can speak some stuff better than you can Understand things you struggled with in school. They getting A's. You just, you know, you doing C minus D's. And just tr- trying to get a job so you could put food on the table and pay the rent. And here they're excelling already given opportunity when it's given. Right. They could, their math skills, their linguistic skills. They had the nerve to want to go to Harvard and Yale, NYU. In the East Coast, it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Because that's where you found, that's where that whole stuff starts. It starts East Coast. And comes west. They didn't start in the west. Started in the east. Started in the east. And and when they brought them into the country, then they, they used them. They, they ended up south of of the Ohio River, mm-hmm. Kentucky, going all the way to the Gulf, uh, east of the Mississippi, Louisiana, Alabama, Mississippi, uh, uh, North and South Carolina, all those places in there doing slavery, picking cotton because... Um, they taught them how, right, and then abused them to not if they didn't do it the way they were told, and they had to get so much pounds of cotton in, which was fluffy, or whatever. They had needles in them that could just stab you. Yeah, yeah, mess up. I've, I've I've been to a cotton field. It is not one of them things you just want to frolic in. No, so they 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 abused the people for their profit, mm-hmm. and then it just kept evolving. In other words, you know. Um, um, Caucasian men, you know, sexually abused those African women mm-hmm. and came up with children with with blended features and gotcha. skin tone. Um, there were some white women who was just as sexually hungry for the African male, mm. but it was more difficult to do. It had to be done in quiet and secrecy. Yeah, because after she got pregnant, then he, then he, then then comes a thing that later became extremely popular called abortion. Oh. How they, they were abusive in it because mm-hmm. if you don't medically know what you're doing, you could you kill somebody up. or mess them up for the rest of their life. All of these things were just fleshly, carnal um, aspirations, desires, wants, um, and figuring out how to negotiate this. It's an ugly scene. Mm-hmm. whole lot of stuff was done um, vindictively. Anger, resentment, bitterness. There was no righteousness in it. Um, and people were killed, not justly at all. Uh, people who want justice don't give justice. Mm. You have a conflict internally, and it gets into your culture. And now you don't know, you don't have a what's right. It's just what you deem to be right in the moment that works for you. What You can choose two sides of a road. This today, this week, this month, this year, this two-year period, you're on this side of the road. Mm-hmm. Times change, situations change. More advantageous to go on the other side of the road. Gotcha. And then you work from there. But you can still eliminate people. You, If you can reckon, if you can quarantine the people on the basis of skin color, then they don't get to participate. Mm. But there was different quarantines. Like I said, what happened in New York City was Irish were not educated, so they could also quarantine them. In mm. other words, you know, an Irishman can become a fireman. He can become a police officer. He might not make it all the way to the top, become the commissioner. 
but he's going to be involved in the process by ra- racially. Mm-hmm. And then the English, they had they they were considered above uh, and everyone, above everyone. The Italians came over, and then they 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 were somehow, you know, became below the Irish or equal depending on what the circumstances was. And out of that came the mafiosa. Mm-hmm. In other words, people created contexts and situations and groups to protect their own, their neighborhood. Just can't come rolling down in here and do anything you want to. And they be, the mafia became so brutal, but they also learned how to do some other stuff. And they, they did the, the business mm-hmm. context, controlled the wharf, products coming in from Europe, coming into New York City wharf. They could, the workers could be intimidated. Uh, low-level workers in any situation, bars, you name anything that affects people like one step away, two steps away. They use the product. They use, they need the service. They control the activity with force and murder. Gotcha. And so they were so lethal they could not be ignored. The United States started having to produce, starting to have the then creating um, task force police services beyond the everyday police the FBI the DEA. CIA what would you say DEA all of that arose because we got to control the context of this story gotcha. can't let it get out of hand to where we just killing one another and they and here's a sad commentary they, we, we can't be like Africa they just kill needlessly never happened like that in Africa oh, yeah it, wars took place just like every place else. But wars have been taking place since the beginning of time. Bingo. So why is it that when the English settled the land with war? Because that's how they started. The Revolutionary War dun, dun, dun. was the creation of America. Done. Gotcha. Then they campaigned and took over the land from the Indians. Bingo. Killing them. Yes. Slaughtering them. Yes. In the name of this is our land. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, if you go down south, a lot of that was Mexico. And they were first in partnership with a lot of Mexicans. But then when they had to either pay or when the Mexicans was letting them know they was doing something against their culture or their belief, then they killed them. Mm. And so now we have a semi-established world order that doesn't want war. <laughs> Voila. <laughs> because if you keep fighting, you eventually your kids die too. Mm. They don't get to live long lives. Wars do not allow for long living. It doesn't allow... You can't build much if you're constantly fighting. There is no collaboration. Gotcha. You want to advantage yourselves of somebody else's genius, intellect, skills, abilities, experience. So you have to create alliances. They're not easy to create. If I, if you, you're not gonna get a, an agreement with me, if I know, if I give you something you can't get for yourself, I'm then put in a precarious position because you got what you want, but you may not need me anymore. Mm. See, human nature, without Christ, without a Christianity, without a God. It's absolutely the most brutal thing you ever want to experience. We are off the chain. We have proven that, as we say, from the giddy up. 
Mm. From the opening bell, we started doing stuff to each other that wasn't necessary and not ordained of the one who created us. We broke ranks right from the start, and we've been doing it consistently. We, we, are, we are shameless in who we will destroy. Shameless. Would, would you say that we are more brutal than the animals that we study? Ooh. Animals don't, I mean. They don't kill them necessarily. No. For survival. Mm. They, they kill what they're going to eat. And they're sharing what they're going to eat. Now, is it fights amongst lions, you know, the male lions? Yes. A lioness? Yes. Are there fights amongst monkeys? Yeah, there's some contention. Birds, whatever. All of it creation, there's some conflict for survival. Mm-hmm. The shark, right? But killer whale <laughs> shows up. Your dinner plate suddenly <laughs> disappear and you the dinner. <laughs> you the dinner. And there's no superior to the killer whale. Right. There's no other anything. In the sea. In the sea. That won't that smoke. Ooh, he'll smoke some big whales. Right. So the key, the, the key there is how much can you consume and how long does it work for you? Mm-hmm. So the killer whale is not just about going around killing stuff in the ocean. They kill to keep going as they are. That's all. So it's eating to keep it's doing. Just, mm-hmm. It's a cycle. Mm-hmm. Because eventually a killer whale can become a prey by being attacked. Doesn't The wound doesn't heal. Dies. Gets eaten. If it gets eaten. Now before, it becomes food. For it becomes residency. Yes. And like there are things in the sea that if a whale dies, it's not going may not shark may not ever get to it, but like things that are not even near the side, the size of this cup right. is eating through the flesh, eats the bone. Right. There's something that will suck the blood. It's, it's all there. So we, we are, all of us are part of this this cycle. Mm-hmm. If it bleeds, it's a part of the cycle. We're considered more intelligent than the rest. We humans. We're supposed to figure some things out, work through some, some obstacles, and come to conclusions that are holistically good for everybody, not just a handful of people. And we have consistently, often, only did it for a few. We chose who was able to access what this new thing is that would benefit them and, and, aid and help them. So we rule out who we want, we rule in who we want, and we think that's good. Mm. Well, they, they don't deserve it. On what basis? Well, they're the wrong skin color. Or they're the wrong whatever. Italians have an issue with Polacks. Polacks have an issue with Russians. The Russians have an issue with the French. The French have an issue with the French, with the English. They have, and, and mind you, in the Far East, not, there's, there's no necessarily hugging and kissing between the Japanese and the Chinese. Definitely not. <laughs> and the rest of everybody else. There's no hugging and kissing between the Japanese and the Japanese. <laughs> yes. Depending on what tribe you come from. Come talk to me now. So we're constantly going an adversary who's already lost. Knowing according to scripture, the Bible, if you're a believer in Christ Jesus, there's a day he's going to get totally shut down and never coming out. Mm. God's already deemed it. He can't do nothing about it because God created him. He's found no way to skillfully get around that. So he keeps creating havoc with those of us who have the potential of receiving what we he can have is eternal life. Mm. God can say that. He's the only one who can back it up. 
and there's no enemies to God. <laughs> God ain't got no equals. He alone sits wherever he sits. He is alone, and, and he has proven to be the God we needed. Gotcha. If he was like some of us, he would be by himself. Mm. But he keeps allowing for reproduction of human, human reproduction, animal reproduction, amphibian, uh, amphibian reproduction. The, the earth trees are still growing, fruit is still being born, the earth is still giving up. It's why? Because he is about L I F E life, right. living, growing, nurturing. Discovering. We don't know technology because we did all that. We know technology because it was a process he had already put in place. Do we have more to learn? Absolutely. But we have to collaborate because mm. all the knowledge is not fully in one person, one group, depending on what the group is. The group is not always racial. Mm. Sometimes it's professional. Sometimes it's intellectual. Sometimes it's, it's uh, mechanical. All of whatever group is capable of doing certain things. It's not all housed amongst them. Because they, in order to do what they do to the best of their ability, need some other groups to participate with them with their abilities to do something they can't do as well. So we're tied to each other. We're married to each other if we want the best out of it. The local church is a place where people can come from every kind of background and become one and do something good in their community if they choose. They can become self-inculcating, meaning they're only about themselves every week. And they're tickled pink that they have church picnics and they may go away on create special vacations. So some can go different places they, where they can get, get like, you get a group of 25 women who want to go someplace in the world that's really nice. So they get two or three to plan the trip. They call those countries, travel services. They can get hotel rooms at a cheaper rate. Maybe they get cottages. They find out about the cost of food. Everything is done tightly and neatly. Mm -hmm. Time comes, they all jump on a plane. They come back with great memories. That's a good thing, but somebody got eliminated. Right. <laughs> right. It's sure. Mm -mm. What, whatever, when you're enjoying something, remember somebody's not enjoying it. Mm. But can it be possible that everybody can enjoy it? I don't right. know. So, so like I'm not going to be absolute in that. So I enjoy your company. We have been having a great time. Right. Who's not enjoying it? We don't know. Mm. So it's <laughs> un, it's unbeknownst to us, but there is a body out there. Now, does that and and they have choice? Right. That's what I was going to say. Go ahead. They they so we have a choice to be happy or to be sad. We Whoa. have a choice to be content yes. or to be discontent. So if you find Problems, or if you find it discomforting to see another person enjoying themselves, isn't that more speaking about who you are? Yeah, internally. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, 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 it's you know you know what there are people I used to do this. I used to go places and sit by myself and watch people interact. Oh, I love people watching. It's it's, it's, it's better than TV. <laughs> <laughs> Because you, you, you. you might not know everything, but if you pay close enough attention, you can see body language, you can see discussion, and you'll be like, and then sometimes it, 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 it allows you to wonder, like, is this just for today? Or is this how they've been living oh, their whole time? My, my dad did some. I think, I like to believe 
that a lot of traits we take on from one generation to another. We started in the generation before, but we didn't weren't aware of it. Mm. And it's not osmosis. It is spiritual that we pick up something out of curiosity and we start doing it and benefit and we share it with other people. Your Uncle Manuel likes people watching. Now, David, your Uncle David may not, but it's about curiosity, too. Right. It really is about curiosity. Are you really that self-absorbed? The less self-absorbed you are, the more apt you are to grow and be well-rounded. Mm. That means you're open, but you're not foolish, either, because you don't absorb everything. You have to be selective what you allow let in on you. And uh, uh, you can sometimes... You can be you you can be surprised that you were in the right place at the right time to saw what you see. Mm, that is true. Very, so, very true. So it's not all intentional that you actually were going to be there. It just kind of happens. Yeah, a plane ride. Mm. Being at the right place at the right time for the right opportunity. Yeah, a plane ride. But in order to be at the right place at the right time, you can't be so enriched in oneself. You have to be. I think one of one of the things that that I think we as a people struggle with is looking outside of our immediate bubble, especially because technology now allows you to feel like your bubble is bigger than what it is because Mm -hmm. now you feel like you're connected. But really, are you connected if the only thing you're using is technology for connection? You're not connected if you're physically there necessarily. You're observing. Connected would be if the persons you're observing give you opportunity to take part. Mm. And sometimes that, that happens. I'm not going to judge and say it should happen more often. It probably should. I don't know what conditions should be expected out of that or what should be present. Uh, doesn't mean you can't learn from observation, though. But we all don't observe. Sometimes we don't be bothered. Mm. I mean, we, we got... We can, we can be so about what we're doing, and it doesn't mean what we're doing is not important. That's the other thing that should be said. Drop that in there. Sometimes we're not being self-absorbed. We are handling something that requires not a bunch of voices in our ear messing with our thought process. We have to learn to use our own intelligentsia sometime and process what we're trying to figure out and work out and, and bring to some fruitfulness. So, you know... Uh, that also has to be brought into the mix of that. The variables are many. Often what we don't get is is that when we're describing these things, there are variables to it. Oh, there's always variables. We don't always mention the variables because a lot of times we are on the main highway, so to speak. Right. Or near the main highway, but there's a whole lot more going on. True. And so we don't we don't explore one one yeah. you know. It's yeah. almost like like I remember riding with Uncle Manuel you would get off just to see what was over there. But nowadays, because of the power of GPS, you head on. Back in the day, you used to have to use the gas station to be like, hey, I, I got a little bit of loss, or, or where should I go eat, or what's the best thing for that? But now, you know, the power of your mm-hmm. cell phone now allows you to get straight to your destination without maybe enjoying the nuances of what the journey is. You're so right. That's what you just said is powerful, because now you, I'm gonna use a word that we use for someone else to, for this. We we in, we segregate ourselves mm. from what is possible. We use technology to determine it. 
there was some good adventures in that. I don't know that all of them were good because I'm not ominous. You know, I'm not omnipresent. I might probably get a different report if God was talking to me and telling me what went on in different seasons and times of man's humanity in that context. Having said that, you get the experiences you have. That's the ones you get. Right. You get you, you and you can work them out. You can think them out. You can process them and and, and whatever. And there's nothing wrong with technology either. Uh, but you know you have to have, move. You, have, you still have intuition. So do is it is it a, do you do you bypass your intuition and not get off the highway? Is it necessary you get to where you're going in a certain amount of time if you're traveling? To go on a trip, a vacation, or go because you're going to do something in another place, does it require you? You certainly can't do that on a plane, airplane. It ain't no pulling over. You're on it. You're at thirty some, twenty some thousand feet, and you only getting off of it once it comes back down. And hopefully, hopefully <laughs> that it comes down righteously, <laughs> and you get to get off and you say thank you, Lord, again. Right, one more time, Lord. But uh, uh, no, in a vehicle, in a mobile home. Uh, whatever, there are different kinds of vehicles. We got a lot of different kinds of vehicles in America today. And they do give you some leverage. And you do have some sense about where you want to do that. You, 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 could, you know, there's still a lot of sand in, in, in Nevada. Mm-hmm. A lot of sand left in Mexico, New Mexico, Arizona, Texas, Oklahoma, Montana. You started getting my drift. Right. Wyoming. You still got some open areas. Are we inclined to do that? Or have we been culturized to get to where we're going, and we're gonna we got all our eggs in that basket that when we get there, whatever is gonna happen, that's where we're gonna have a good experience. Mm. We're not gonna pull them on the side of the road. Uh, Smelling the daisies. No, we, we don't want to. You know, we don't want no fresh watermelon. No. Well, maybe depending. <laughs> now, if you're riding straight south out of here, you know what I mean. Maybe yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying. True. Yeah, you, you may want to. There are places, I don't know how many watermelons you're going to find west of Kansas, Missouri. You know True. what I'm saying? I'm not saying they don't exist. You just got to find them. You just got to find them. Right. I don't want to go hunting for it. If it's not on the road, I'm traveling. And we do, they do, you know, you, you can go places and say, well, God stopped and said, I'm looking for something. Blah, blah, blah. He said, if you go 10 miles down, mm-hmm. and you'll say, open the road, you go, and you go five miles in, and there'll be blah, 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 and you get it there. The dance is, do you really want to do that? You know, it, you've never been there. You are on your way somewhere. Some people are fearless. Some people are fearful. Mm. And some people are on the clock. Now, five miles, ten miles down, I'm still going where I'm going. But five miles in, and five, miles, five back, miles back. Yeah. Plus, you got to get out. Yeah. And, and mingle. And mingle. That could be a 30 minute. To- and you, you, you got to be very careful that somebody tells you, said, listen, don't go back five miles because you, if you go here, you'll knock off two miles. But you don't know where you're going is ideally travelable and there won't be any holdups or something that might occur that you stuck somewhere you didn't want to be. Mm. So taking a shortcut could be more problematic than staying the course. Yes. Gotcha. Sometimes it's better to go back to where you came and then roll it. Right, right. Because you saw it. You know it. You know it. And then you can annotate yourself. From yes. It. Right. Because you take the shortcut. And you're lost. And anything is possible. We, 
Well, yeah, I have, you grew up with phrases like that. You know, anything is possible, blah, 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 blah. But anything is possible is really true. Most of the time. And the dance says, how many ever possibilities that they are, there may be only one good outcome amongst them. <laughs> we never said there were good possibilities. <laughs> and, and you don't get caught somewhere you didn't intend on the trip you're taking. Right. You, you want to, you know, you want to get there. Mm. You really do. I mean, our family travel a lot. We've traveled a lot. Some are short distances. Some are longer distances. But we travel a lot. I've driven across the United States one way and coming back. Uh, it was adventurous. There was no hazards. I'm still here, so it tells you. It's good what, possibilities. Good possibilities. But I mapped it. You know, and you knew my map concerns. The only thing concerning me was when my tank got near a certain point, mm. I wanted to know that I was in the range of gas stations to take my to receive my money in exchange for fuel for fuel. Right. And check my oil and keep going. Mm. Um if I'd have been traveling I, when you're traveling with a female and some kids It's a whole different travel. It's a whole different travel when you travel if it's you, your uncle Emmanuel and, and your uncle David or giving some dudes you know. Just a you right. me and some two you choose. Yeah. And I trust you but the two you chose. You know, so we, we got we we, we we moving at a different yeah, we, frequency. We, we we thumping our chest like we all Tarzan <laughs> extension. <laughs> you know what I mean? We bad. You don't want to mess Eating with up us. The road. Yeah. So and 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 guys have done that. There have been incidents that didn't turn out well. We we didn't hear it on our six o'clock news. Mm. It was reported where that happened, but not on not, not on my news. So you can't take for granted that all of these times. Everybody got to where they were going or got to where they were going whole or without some experience that wasn't, they didn't want to remember. Because mm. the United States, west of the Mississippi and south of Ohio, was known to incarcerate people, sometimes for nothing, because they could. And get away with it. And get away with it. You, you out in no man's land, Oklahoma, the man says you was doing 90 and you was really, yeah. And they're gonna charge you for as much money as they can get out of your wallet. And you better have the money then. Yeah. Gonna put you in jail until you can get that money. Yes. And and of course they'll ask you that that familiar refrain: "You got anything else?" So, right. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's amazing. The, the the some people started out with an adventure and ended up in a whole situation, and some never got out. Mm. The sad commentary, humanity, is not all the same. The context of leaving the conversation we're having is, we must understand everybody's not the same. Gotcha. We're not a, we may be an extension, oh, this is good. We're an extension of our family line, our family bloodline, but we're not a duplicate. Mm, there is no duplicate. No, because then it's just alike. Like, even when you look at sports, like Michael Jordan's sons are not Michael Jordan. They may want to be Michael Jordan, but they're different. There's different nuances, different abilities, different skills, different strengths, different upbringing that allows them to have a whole different uniqueness unto them. Now, they might share some bloodline traits, mm -hmm, so mm -hmm, to say, but their makeup is totally unique unto them. 
Catch this. Michael, Michael's father was not a basketball coach, recruiter, or player, but he produced one of the greatest athletes ever in American history, mm. both on the collegiate level and pro level. He was phenomenal. Uh, but before him was Oscar Robinson. Yeah. There was a Bill Russell. There was a Bob Cousy. Who was, Bob Chamberlain. And Bob Cousy was a mixture of some French and some whatever. Some, you know, that would end up on the court in America, whatever the mixtures are. So the, 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 who, they're Mexicans, you know, Hispanic guys who are great in sports. We can name Ron Santos, mm -hmm. Santo, whatever, played uh, for the Chicago Cubs. We start mentioning names after a while, our memory's working. And man, we done named off a whole bunch of players. R Roberto Clemente. Yeah. Ooh, could run the base pass and was reported to have one of the baddest arms ever in baseball. From right field to home. To home plate. It was laser. <laughs> and 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 the dance to that is or the the context of that is we saw some extraordinary things from people we didn't know were extraordinary before they was doing it. Right, right. To the people who saw them growing up. Didn't even realize that that was that. Yeah. And and it goes on. Even 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 Muhammad Ali. He Ooh. wasn't he didn't have a boxing background. Nope. Just decided one day, I'm gonna just go ahead and get in this ring and start dancing. And man, there's no been none. his brother wasn't even close. And even though his daughter is good. Not even the type of fighter he was. She's more of a power or bruiser. He was smooth. He said, float like a butterfly, steam like a breeze. Ain't not pretty. <laughs> <laughs> and that pretty was not effeminate. Nah, it was, it was, I'm the king. I'm the king. I'm, I'm what you want to be, but you can't. Because <laughs> they ain't but one of me. They ain't but one of me. And, and amazingly, that's okay. Mm -hmm. uh, there was... If there was any harm, he was doing it to himself. He wasn't harming the culture of America. He was expressing out of his own in, his own creativity, his own ingenuity. Right. And it was put on display. As years went past, he had his life changed. And he changed. And he changed and adjusted as he went. Of course, being hit in the head has an impact. And we need to say this because we don't, a lot of times, this doesn't get told as much as on boxers, but football players, mm -hmm. offensive linemen, defensive linemen, head hits, linebackers right. hitting head on, running backs, you know, took some hard licks, and some of those guys came out different. Uh, oh man, personality, yes, emotionally, spiritual, medical medical needs. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, sometimes the medical needs exceeded the guy what they had actually put away from themselves to live the rest of their lives. Gotcha. And that costs money. True. You know, um, it, it's 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 Bobby Fisher is known for his chess genius. I I haven't heard his name in years. I don't know what he's doing. He probably still does play chess, mm -hmm. but not like he did. But it, what he did afforded him to live from that point on differently than before he became who he was. Gotcha. That's the beauty of humanity. Before Samson was one reality, after Samson is another reality. After the discovery of... Before David... Was one reality. Afterwards, another reality. 
we we create possibilities with the way we live. Mm. We create possibilities. We don't know what that possibility is going to become until we actually do it. Until you actually enter into it. Charles Harrison Mason was about four foot eleven, ninety eight pounds. He sought God. He was a Baptist pastor, a Baptist pastor who started, who read the Bible, could read, and realized God was requiring a more disciplined lifestyle on a daily basis, sun up to sundown, than was being done. That a lot of stuff we were doing was fleshy, carnal, and downright sinful. And he would spend time fasting and praying and seeking God. And he stopped promulgating what God was revealing to him in his lifestyle, for his lifestyle. And the Baptists, a lot of Baptist folks say, we ain't hearing that. We're going to just do our life. We're going to do... And so he ended up splitting and doing something else and became the founder of the Church of God in Christ that's mm -hmm. now in different parts, not just the United States, the world. The world. But he wouldn't have realized that opportunity or even walked in that opportunity until he actually started doing it. Started doing it. Whatever you become from here on in is decision making. Mm -hmm. Your athletic skill, your physical structure is important, but your ability here and here, both, not either or. Combine. Combine. In harmony and synchronization. Mm -hmm. The better your decisions, I'll, I can say the further you'll go, but I can definitely say the more impact you'll make. And the impact sometimes is about what you're retributed for, what you can. Your legacy. Yeah. What you influence. influence. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. We're going to end it on there because we got to go play some basketball. Done. Done. I love you, Grandpa. Love you, too. Is this on? Remember, to be more real, be more human, be more honest. Catch me next time as we continue to go under the armor. <laughs>